mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage of Martinis, and I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. So let's start off with talking about the Arlo Hotel that we just stayed in this past weekend. I think we had a fun weekend. Well, I was going to say we should update everybody on the fact that our distant period is, you know, we're in a not so distant period right now. And no, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we're in like a good, <laughs> we're in like a good period, and it is all because we went away for the night. I think. Yeah, but you, we went away. Like this hotel is really cool. Number one, because and they're not sponsoring us. By the way, this is going to sound very sponsored, but they're not. We just absolutely love this hotel. Right. So we stay at this hotel in Soho, New York, and I, I think it was amazing. Um, that was your first time. My first time. I've there. stayed there like four times. Yes, you mm-hmm. meet your sister there all the time, mm-hmm. Amy it's, Alpert. Now it feels like a home away from home for me, for real. Yeah, with Amy Alpert, our life coach. Yep, life coach Amy and Alpert. sister, mm-hmm. um, which she'll be back soon. Yep. So I hear. Mm-hmm. So we were there to work on the podcast stuff. There was no kids there. Uh, I didn't see any. Mm-mm. At least it's not like a not kid friendly hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're allowed to bring. Sure, kids. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But the whole downstairs was just like comfy areas to plug in and do work. There were outlets everywhere, free Wi-Fi. It was just a cool place. But it's a good blend of like at night we sat in the bar area and it felt very loungy. It didn't feel like a workspace. It Not felt at all. like a Not lounge. Yeah. So it's a good blend of workspace. And then we sat in that cool greenhouse and recorded, yeah. which was really fun. Yeah, it was an outdoor area with like two glass enclosed so people could watch us very yeah it's just a cool place and we we live right outside of new york and i went to school in new york so we've stayed at a ton of hotels in new york i i think this is my favorite yeah i like it yeah yeah i'm I'm sold okay yeah anyway yeah moving on from that yeah i think i know where you're going with this (laughs) do you (laughs) you're not well first of all can we talk about the fact that you had a midlife crisis there Oh, that's not where I was going. I know that's not where you were going. I know exactly where you were going. (laughs) I know you've been waiting to tell this because during the sex communication episode, uh, uh, we got a lot of feedback. I'll I'll talk about the feedback. Okay, good. You talk about my midlife crisis. So your midlife crisis, I mean, you're you're sitting here, I mean, you, you you have blonde tips. Yeah. Right now. I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. Okay, but it is 2019. <laughs> uh, and you have a new tattoo, a Marriage and Martini's logo tattoo. I have a new tattoo. I, I am not at all mad about the tattoo, but I am slightly mad about the blonde tips. <laughs> <laughs> People seem to like it. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm twinsies with my 10-year-old. So <laughs> Right, exactly. You literally look like you should break out into back streaks, back. All right. 
listen, if they're looking, I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that morning was was like, all right, I'm going to go get a haircut and tips. And then, hey, let's get a tattoo. Right. And it happened. And you had one. Yeah. I, I want to know how many people who aren't tattooed from head to toe wake up in the morning, decide to get a tattoo, and just go get a tattoo. Like, this was your second tattoo. You eight, eight years later. Eight years later. And you literally woke up. And we're like, I want to get a tattoo. I was like, you know what? Let's slow down there. But I could see you really wanted one. And then by like three o'clock in the afternoon, like you had a fucking tattoo. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when I put my mind to something, <laughs> shit happens. Yep. You, you love your impulsiveness. <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. we received some feedback mm-hmm. from the Leah Carey interview, the sexual communications expert. And a lot of people said they did not like when I said, when I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of those coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so selfish. Yep. I mean, I thought this, when, I, when, you sat, when you said it, I wanted to punch you in the I face. I was trying not to seem selfish or I was trying. You don't need to seem selfish. Oh, fuck you. All right. No, but, but honestly, I have to say, wait, before you go on, okay. I have to say, I think that's the beauty of this podcast is that most guys wouldn't say that even though they probably do think it sure and i appreciate i appreciate the fact that you say it because we also had a lot of women who said you know what i'm gonna go ask my husband if that's how he feels because maybe that's what's going on so i do give you credit as much as i wanted you to punch you in the i wanted to punch you in the fucking face that second and i really did yeah okay but it's not about and had leah not been here i probably would it's not about feeling a certain way it's about nature it's just the way things Mm -mm. are no, there's definitely a selfish element to it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And you do have selfish tendencies, yeah, so it shouldn't seem shocking. I don't think to myself, oh, I'm done. So fuck her. I'm done. I'm out of here. Like, Mm-mm, I don't think her. that. Not fuck her. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a it's not in my mentality like, okay, I'm done. So let her be That's on her so own. so your mentality. Oh, stop it. Well, I mean, I, all right, but go ahead. Okay. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I will give you your moment. <laughs> So a lot of people didn't like that I said that. And while that's true, I know how to improve myself. I learned from my, I don't want to say mistakes. No, you would not, would you? It's not mistakes. No, never. I learned from experiences. I learned from hearing what people have to say and communicating to me how to be better or a certain way. I just threw up in my mouth. (laughs) So go ahead. Tell them. Ah! Are you out of your mind? <laughs> nope. So after a long night of hanging out with some really good friends and having a lot of cocktails, you, Danielle, started to engage in the sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I started to engage in the sex. <laughs> We went back to the room and you were like ready to go. Wait, what? Why do you make it like I was the one? <laughs> Why are you so red? <laughs> Who are you embarrassed in front of? I think I'm annoyed more than embarrassed. <laughs> no. So we were, we went up to the room and I think you expected like typical, like, okay, we're back to the room. We had some drinks. It's time to have sex. And I said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Flipped you over. Oh my 
god okay is there nothing sacred in our marriage this is no. our podcast okay no <laughs> enough <laughs> that's it that's all that happened all no. I was gonna say was I gave you a massage yeah you did give me a massage that's all I was gonna say right okay good but I didn't know where that was going <laughs> that's all I was about okay. to say okay yeah uh-huh right okay. so I gave I flipped you over okay. and gave you a massage perfect right done and then after that my new name was the clit sucker oh, <laughs> no uh, it all in all real I took I think I took care of you pretty good and I took care of you pretty good I did I took care of things I took care I took care yeah. of you pretty good <laughs> I even said I I talked to you you did. I did? Uh-huh. During the sex? You did. You even asked me if you could say certain things. I did? You wanted oh, yeah. consent. I did want consent. Yep, you wanted consent. And then I said, slow down. You were like going, and I was like, slow down. Mm-hmm. I, I think they've heard enough. I want to last. Okay. I, nobody, what? It's and good. Then, okay, and, can we move on? you said to me, I was done 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, now that we have no privacy in our marriage then, whatsoever. Oh, my God, you have it all written out. I do. I still made you go slow in case there was okay, a second can, surprise. Can we just not? Can we just... <laughs> okay. Point being, I took the feedback. You sure did. And said, I am going to take care of Danielle. Yeah, I did no work. You did nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was a fun night. It was really fun. Yeah. And you did great. If anybody wants any more details, contact me at adam at martinis.com. <laughs> you didn't put the, the video out? <laughs> Okay, so we're here for taboo stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you just did it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's done. All right, explain what this is all about. Oh, me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I, I mean, pretty much we talk about taboo stuff in every episode. Right. So this isn't, it's, you know, this is nothing new really, except that I think it's an interesting topic because as much as you and I are not, uh, I would say we don't hold back about taboo for us is no longer like I don't think anyone's ever shocked at anymore about what comes out of our mouths. Well, not anymore. Not anymore, <laughs> especially not now. Um, and, and also, this is a this is a this is for fun. This oh, it's is a, a fun, fun topic. Episode. Totally. Yeah, this is not yeah, like and, a life changing. And, and I also think that the more you talk about things that are taboo and you let you put them all out there, the less taboo they are. And some of this shit we just need to get over. Like it's ridiculous that the stuff that we're not talking about, and we always say that. But uh, so yeah, what did I? What were the questions? What did I ask you? Okay, so you started things off with what taboo things can you think of? Oh wait, do you want to say oh. the definition for taboo? Uh, uh, sure. Do you want me to? Yes, because I am not prepared for that. Yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to define. I mean, a taboo or um, like I feel like you could also use the words like um, like you know stigmatized or like there's lots of different ways to to say it, but it's something that is viewed as forbidden by society's standards and therefore is rarely talked about openly. And then, you know, there are religious taboos, there are social taboos, there are cultural taboos. Um, some are less taboo than now than they were in the past, and some things are more taboo than ever. And while most have to do with sex, some taboos also have to do with food, other beliefs, and all things taboo will bring the conversation to a dead stop if you bring it up, because these are all things that most people do not want to talk about. First of all, keeping anything separate in marriage, I think, is still taboo. I think it's becoming less taboo, but I think that you still get the feedback of 
I mean, now we say all the time that we sleep in separate beds, although not at the Arlo. We didn't. No. Not on vacation. We don't. We, we said that. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. But, um, but you know, sleeping in separate beds, having, you know, taking separate vacations, having separate separate finances, um, you know, anything that doesn't make you look like you're like joined at the hip, like everything is together and you must be so perfectly bonded, I feel like is taboo. And so saying that kind of thing is, you know, is still... I think as much as it's becoming less and less, I think people are really uncomfortable with that, with those topics. Not only did I want to please you sexually when we were away. Oh, Lord, help me. Uh I I brought my teeth tray thing because I grind my teeth when I sleep. Oh, I thought you were going to say because I heard that it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) To make sure you would be able to sleep well as well. You had a very unselfish night. Damn. Mm -hmm. So the next day was all about me. You were very altruistic. Oh, I know. Let's not even go there. The next day being about you. Also, it's getting a lot less taboo, but um, keeping your maiden name. That's something that I think is definitely a lot more women are doing it, but not as many as you would think. So I think that when we were first getting married, very few people were were keeping their maiden name. I I never even thought about really keeping my name. Yeah. But I also think that Maybe. I mean, I, I also was 24. I hadn't done anything yet. Like, there was nothing really connecting me. I mean, except maybe my 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 parents and everything. But there was nothing connecting me to my name. Like, you know, if I was like a best-selling author or I had started a business with my name on it or um, if I had a really cool name, <laughs> you know, that right. I didn't want to get rid of or your name really sucked. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that maybe I would have given it like a second thought. Okay. But I also have friends who had kept their name when they got married and and then later changed it. Don't you think also, like, I didn't have this here in my notes, but just talking about marriage, another thing that's happening now is people aren't getting married legally, but they're technically, they're married. They live together. They have kids together. They don't change their names. They don't, because marriage is just. A marriage by law or whatever Yeah, marriage is. is just a legal institution thing that, it's a tax write-off. I mean, that's really kind of all oh, it's so about. <laughs> I mean, wow. but so the romance is don't get married, live together, and do everything a married couple does. But if you don't want to change your name, if you don't want to, if you want to keep things separate, if you want it, like you don't have to get married. Is that right. kind of I like guess, a taboo thing I from the past so, that is not today? I think it's still probably pretty taboo. I think not it's to on its married. way in ten years. We're going to say ten years ago that was kind of taboo. And now well, it's not. I always felt like when we were getting married, I sort of felt like I needed to lock you in. Like, I think there's, for me personally, because I have some self-esteem issues, I think that not being married would have made me feel less, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Well, it's so much easier to get out if you're not married. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think that's, that's what leave. it is. Yeah, I think to... that I would have felt like, there's something in my mind. There's something about me being married that is um, permanent. Well, yeah, without but divorce. Even, I mean, yeah, not even permanent, but um, it just seems like you're really tied to one another. But maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And listen, I know a lot of people do it, uh, and a lot of celebrities yeah. and stuff. And and I think that that's also maybe something that is. I think our first question is, you know, if someone's been together for eight, nine years, you say, well, when are you getting married? You know, that's always right. your first question. It's when are you going to sign a document and have a party? 
Right, but but, but I think everybody's always like, oh, well, when are you going to get, you know, when are you getting mad? Like, that's the first question. Nobody's ever like, oh, so are you just, you know, are you just going to continue it like this? Is this how you, you know, which is kind of what we shouldn't assume people are going to get married anymore. That's what I'm saying. Right, but we, I think I, even I would, if I had a friend who was with somebody for eight years, I think I would probably be like, dude, when are you going to marry him? But I probably shouldn't do that. No, you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I should think Things are that. changing. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, and if somebody's comfortable with that, I don't think I would be comfortable with that. No, what's no. the difference? Like, what if maybe we did? It, maybe if it was again, like because you know, maybe if I already had now, I have my kids, and um, maybe the next time around, I wouldn't. But with you, I wanted—I don't know—I wanted that. I wanted to feel like we were. I I wanted to take your name and everything. I wanted all that. Like I wanted that connection mm-hmm. to feel like a family. I, and I'm not—that's a hard thing to say without sounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I'm right. saying You're for saying my for you. yeah for my situation, I felt like all of that wrapped it all up in a pretty package. I guess. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Uh, wait, I was going to say something else about that. Oh, according to uh, the Knot, eighty percent of brides still choose to change their names after a wedding, both professionally and legally. Eighty hmm. percent. That's yeah. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about living together before marriage? What about it? Well, I just feel like we lived together before marriage. Yeah. Um. Don't most people? Uh. Well, now I yeah. think, but I don't know. I mean, back when our parents were younger, nobody did that. Okay. Wait. You're skipping ahead. I am. Let me read you, the question. This was marriage stuff. All right, let me read the question. That's why I didn't answer that first question. Oh, I apologize. Yes. Stuff that's taboo now that wasn't when we were growing up. Now we can talk about those things. Mm. Got it? Mm-hmm. All right, you go first. I'll do, all right, first one. Like smoking everywhere. I, oh my God, that's my first one. Yeah, I mean, that's the easiest one for the, well, I said I didn't say smoking. I said smoking in front of your kids. Oh, okay. Smoking in cars, smoking in front of your kids, smoking yeah, anywhere that, you know. I, yeah. I mean, think about it now. Like imagine going to a bar, restaurant, even an airplane and people smoking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd like go to jail for that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was a thing. That was a normal thing. Oh, I remember smoking on an airplane when yeah, I was I, in college. I remember going to Mexico and smoking. It was awesome. I remember at the Quaker Bridge Mall in New Jersey. Shout out. Yep. We would from high school, like just go walk around the mall. And there was always this guy, this older guy who would just walk. The, you know, Remember, you know, mall walkers, they would just walk. Do I know them? They're at our mall. Oh, Are okay. you kidding me? Fine. Our mall is like, that's all it is all day long. Nobody's so, shopping. <laughs> this Everyone's guy, just walking the mall. This guy's a mall walker with a big fat stogie hanging out of his mouth. Oh, really? And he was smoking that cigar the whole, every lap he was doing around the mall. Mm-hmm. And that just... Like I, that always stuck in my mind. It was nothing then, but I remember it today. Thinking that could never happen mm-hmm. today. Oh yeah, my by my brother, who's ten years older than I am. I remember going to visit him, and in, in high school, and he and his friends all sitting in their um, lounge, their senior lounge. I mean, he wasn't smoking. He wasn't a smoker, but his friends were. Oh, you know, everyone mm-hmm. else was smoking. But even I think you know, like my babysitter used to smoke, and you know, like. like smoke in front of me all the time and I would be in her car and she would be smoking and everything like nope I, I don't think people I think if you see somebody doing that now there's a lot of shaming going on oh sure and you know and I don't really think that somebody should be smoking as much as I'm not completely against smoking I'm not again you know I don't think you should be smoking in your car with your kid but um but yeah I think that there is so much just I mean around smoking in general but mm-hmm. but I think there's less um 
you know, there's, I think there's more shame in smoking cigarettes now than in smoking pot. Well, I have that too. Oh. Yeah. I don't think anybody's embarrassed to admit that they do it. I think, I think you're embarrassed to admit that you like to smoke cigarettes. Like anytime we've found out that a friend was smokers, because, well, you don't really smoke anymore, but I, I'm like a social smoker sometimes. And, um, uh, sometimes. And I, I think every time I've, I've found out that someone was a social smoker, it was sort of like this whole like, yeah, once in a while I have a cigarette. And then when the other person's like, oh, yeah, once in a while. Did you, oh, you want to go outside? Yeah, I want to go. You know, like that whole thing. Well, there's the health thing about, you know, smoking cigarettes. Everybody knows it's bad for you. Smoking pot Shit, is it? has benefits. So there's a difference in yeah, the two. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying whether I, I – do do whatever the but fuck That's you what want. I'm saying today because that's the differentiation. differentiation. Right, but I'm just saying I think there's there's something to be – you know, there's something about smoking cigarettes that is still very ta- – or that is now very taboo. Oh, sure. That, you know, saying you smoke pot, I mean, there's so Everybody, many – Everybody, yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. – It's nothing. Also, mm-hmm. taboo – when we grew up, our parents left us in our cars while they went into the store or wherever. It's kind of no taboo technology. today. Well, not only is it taboo, it's illegal. Right. So in New Jersey, you can't those leave are your kind kid of, under 12. So taboo and illegal are kind of intertwined. Well, not really. Bit. It's not illegal to smoke in your car with your kid, is it? Maybe in I some states. Know. I don't think so. Don't think no, I don't think over? taboo and I mean smoking isn't illegal. Yeah. Yet. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, so know. yeah, point being, you can't leave your kids in your car. That's, I guess, more than taboo today, where before that was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to send, if I, I mean, if we go to Starbucks, I, well, now we have a 13 year old. She's allowed to stay in the car. But, yeah, you have to be over 12 in New Jersey. I don't know if that's a okay. na- nationwide thing or just New Jersey. But, you know, I always have to send the kids in to get my coffee and everything because I can't leave them in the car. <laughs> terrible life. Horrible. <laughs> Calling someone. That's my drink. Honey. Oh, shit. That's your drink. I don't want that. <laughs> Calling someone. Uh, I find that taboo now. Oh, God. Yes. Where before that was your only option. You know what? I hope that does become illegal. (laughs) That is something that they should make illegal. It should be illegal to call someone if it is not an emergency. Yes. And I I think there should be strict guidelines about if there's no blood involved or someone has not died, (laughs) you should not be allowed to call someone. Texting's the best. Oh, my God. Right? Texting is, especially now with voice text and everything. So, what's going to be next? Like, what is texting going to be taboo at some point for something else? It's going to be all emojis. Well, it already is. Yeah. Um, Is texting going to be taboo? Well, if you have to actually type out the text. Our language is changing. Mm -hmm. Back to caveman days, like the hieroglyphics. Oh, yeah. That's what they say. It's very much like hieroglyphics, the emojis. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we're back to like the Mayans and the – we're going backwards. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's – I don't know. Yeah, the Mayans. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I said cavemen, but they didn't have emojis or hieroglyphics. No, but I think that cavemen did. They used to draw on the – I guess. uh, Yeah, and Cavemen kind of Didn't you see Encino Man? Oh, such a good movie. Come on. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, I I, I think as far – I think you're right. I think calling – I think now calling is taboo, but obviously people still, you know – but I, I have like, you know, they have the top five in your phone that you can have like, there's like a top five. What do you mean? I think there's like five people you can put in your phone and. Um, like VIPs? Yeah, like a VIP status okay. kind of thing. I have like two. Damn. You got to you gotta know Danielle pretty. I'm not even in Danielle's VIP. No. 
my best friend. It's so funny because, you know, I have a bunch of best friends. Um, oh, good for you. And if I call, if I call them, they literally, they answer the phone because they're like, what happened? Yeah. Who died? Like, they, because they know that I'm not calling them otherwise. And they know I'll never answer the phone. I think when, when we were growing up, you know, it wasn't taboo. Like now it's taboo to, you know, say that unless, unless you couldn't breastfeed, you're not supposed to see, you know, you, can't, you right. shouldn't be like, ugh, I hated breastfeeding, so I stopped. It's taboo to say that you don't like breastfeeding. Um, I think it, it, now it's getting better, I think. People, more people are coming forward and just being like, you know, I, I didn't want to breastfeed. But for a little while, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the years that I was having kids, there was a lot of shame and, around, you know, not breastfeeding. And it was very taboo to talk about uh, breastfeeding as being anything but the only way to feed your child. And that was problematic. And also the fact of, um, you know, I remember when I was having kids, I knew someone else who was having anxiety issues who was also getting pregnant. And she, I remember her saying, I'm on meds, but I'm not telling anybody, meaning her parents, her in-laws, even her, I think her spouse, maybe even. Really? And because she was so ashamed, you know, it was it, she didn't want to talk about it. Um, and I, I didn't care. But, um, you know, I mean, I didn't care to talk about it. Like, I was fine with me. But I certainly think that there were probably people who were like, you know, I think they probably were. Now there's so much research and everything with. And there was research then, but no, not as many people talked about it. But, you know, I think taboo is also, it depends. It's such a hard thing to say because for me, I'm so open. It's so easy for me to talk about things. But I also haven't encountered that many people in my life who have actually called me out on saying anything. Like how many people in our life would we say something and they'd be like, don't, what are you doing? Don't, don't say that. No. Right. But like, it depends where you're raised or, or what, you know, in some places it might be a scarier thing to admit certain things. Yeah. But we also surround ourselves by people who we know. Well, but we also live, you know, in a more liberal, you know, we're, we're in the Northeast and we're, you know, it's, it's, I think very much it has to do with your upbringing and who you're around and, you know, if you're in who you were raised by. And I think that taboo for us, it's not so bothersome. Although as I get older, it's getting less and less bothersome, but I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, who you are, where you were raised, that kind of thing. So let's take a quick break. We're going to take a pee break and we'll be right back after these words. We've spoken before about HelloFresh. Let me tell you why I love them so much. It's become kind of like my thing with the kids. You saw the video, right? I hope you watched it. Uh, I saw the video several times. Yes. <laughs> well, you weren't there. So obviously you can only see it on video. I was not there. I was on a girl's night. Damn right. But we had such a good time and they ate the food, which is... Come on, our kids. Yeah, if we, if I hadn't seen the video, <laughs> right. I would I, I would need proof because our kids eat nothing. But they really did. They ate it and they liked and it. And they liked it. Yeah, that's the big difference. So as much as you like meal prepping, right, Danielle? Oh, every day I meal prep. <laughs> well, HelloFresh makes it so much easier, and you don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to go food shopping. You get. Wait, a- and can I just say I hate no place more than I hate the food store. <laughs> but all their meals come together in thirty minutes max. Call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. You can choose from three plans. They have a classic, veggie, and family with the option to switch between for when your taste changes. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MNM80. That's HelloFresh.com slash MNM80 using the promo code MNM80. And you get $80 off your first month. 
Yeah. $20 off for four boxes. Yeah. That's amazing. $80 off. That's really cool. And it's great. Yeah. You know, I'm always saying I want my own personal executive assistant. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well... Crescent is a concierge service that helps couples find the perfect date night activity. You take a short survey on their site. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. At the beginning of the process, and you tell them things like um, available dates on your calendar, price range, how far are you willing to travel, your preferences, what your interests are. Do you like concerts, food festivals? That's my preference. Not concerts, food, food festivals, food, festivals yeah. food, beer and wine, outdoorsy type stuff, whatever you like, the option is there for you. And then they match you up with a fabulous date night and they send it to you. It's amazing. It's like perfect. So there are three tiers of date suggestions ranging from express to deluxe. And with the deluxe package, not only do they send you the date itinerary, but they book it all for you. Every package gets one free express date per month and it's all super affordable. You go to datecrescent.com and they are giving Marriage and Martinis listeners 50% off if you put in the promo code MM50. So you got to go check it out because we all need to amp up date night and this is the perfect way to do it and it's the closest we're going to get to our own personal executive assistant. So datecrescent.com, 50% off, MM50. So stuff that was taboo when we were growing up, but now is not. Being a stay-at-home dad. I oh, don't, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know of one stay-at-home dad when I was a kid. Not but one. do you know of any now? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And why not? Uh-huh. I mean, Of course. Yeah. I know why not, but I just don't know of any offhand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we're still transitioning from mm-hmm. it being an okay or normal quote normal thing mm-hmm. um but i don't think there's any shame in a dad saying yeah i'm the stay-at-home dad anymore yeah, no, definitely you know uh-huh also using bad language which was completely taboo back then right Where unless now, you were like a stand-up comedian or well yeah because the first i remember the first time that i heard a bad word on tv i'll never forget this. really what was it what show in living color Oh, oh! There were lots of curse in a living well, color. Well, was curse, it like damn. No, it was so. One of the actresses came out, and it was like a moment. Like it wasn't just a thing that was said. And you, if you got it, you got it. Like it was prominent. It was like, damn, bitch. Uh huh. And I was like, Whoa. yeah. At a certain point, I don't know when that was. At a certain point, they decided I guess bitch wasn't a bad word yeah. anymore. Yeah. So using bad language mm-hmm. is really. Like, who cares anymore? Mm-hmm. Where back then, like for TV. But you still have to, like, keep in mind when you're saying it and everything. Yeah, we're still not using fuck on TV or commercially. Like, right. that's still not allowed. So there's certain restrictions. But even if you say it in public now, like, nobody thinks twice about it. I don't think. Right. I mean, not in my experience, at least. Yeah. 
Um, also, another one is religion. I'm not getting religious on anybody. I'm not going to talk about religion. No, I know you're not. Yeah. But there's a big outspoken community of people who are atheist or agnostic, and it's becoming more okay for people who don't believe in religion and don't believe, abide to, uh-huh. to that. Believe it in a higher you know, God. Like so a, so yeah. atheism is becoming more of a okay, non-taboo thing. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I try to post taboo stuff like all the time. I try, I really do. But it's so funny. Like we always talk about. I mean, and for me, I feel like my level of you know, I I want to get stuff out there, but I I like I feel like we always joke about how oh, so something that was would definitely ha- you know is is taboo now. I think more than when we were younger is I think there's this idea now that you need to be like this quote-unquote perfect parent who just like all you do is take care of your kids and run them back and forth to sports games and all of this like when we were younger our parents definitely were like yeah like like screw you I'm going out like I don't what what no you're not you're not going to that practice or find a ride or what like now there's such a we're so on top of our kids and it's so funny because we you and I always joke about how I always post the pictures of me being passed out yes like you know I mean, from, you know, a, a fun night out mm-hmm. and I'm just, it's always like the same <laughs> or in. Yeah. yeah. And it's always like the same picture. And we always joke about how we're going to make a calendar yeah. of like the 12 months. Well, of I me. do have 12 pictures of you. In I'm the sure. Same position. Okay. But out of how many, out of like 600 nights, if I have 12 nights of pictures passed out in that <laughs> position um, or 12 nights a year to make a calendar, I think I'm doing okay. My favorite activity as a kid where I, I played soccer, so I was involved in travel and mm-hmm. the whole thing. So that was like my one thing that I did on the weekends. But my favorite activity was coming home from school and going outside and playing kickball on the street with my friends. It, it didn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be driven anywhere. My mom didn't have to know or my parents didn't have to know what I was doing or where I was going. That was just so much fun. I have a scar on my knee today. That reminds me of when I fell in the street and I, I, I cried and I bled and I, mm-hmm. I laid down on the grass and then I got up and I played again. Like, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I think our youngest has a scar on his head from when the iPad hit him in the head. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, it's okay. so is that taboo? Like, it's okay to get hurt. It's okay to learn to oh, get like up. If, you're, if your kid is hurt that you're not, yeah, like if you're like letting I, them, oh, free-range parenting. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I played kickball in the street. I fell. I bled. I still have the scar at 41. And I, your mom probably didn't rush you to the hospital. She didn't even know. Right. I didn't go home crying to my mom. I, right. I, I cried on the grass. I rolled around for a little while and I got up and I kept playing and I learned from that experience. Oh man, don't get me started. No, I know. There's kids. definitely more of a, you're supposed to be, if you're not on top of your kids, it is very taboo. It's sort of like if you're not, if you don't all the time know what's going on and you're you're not rushing your kid from here to there, or even the doctor's office kind of thing. Like, I feel like Mike, if, if our kids are sick, the first thing people ask is, oh, did you take them to the doctor yet? Right. I'm like, but like they have a fever and like, but they're like, but they're just sick. They're not. But I feel like you're expected now to like take them to the doctor. My mom never took me to the doctor when I was sick. No, your mom never took you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. McDonald's. I'm talking McDonald's all the time. <laughs> okay. What about things that like everyday little things that make you uncomfortable? Like 
the the little taboo things that happen kind of every day. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything for that? Um. Well, not exactly. No. What do you oh. have? <laughs> okay. You're. You're. Well, I have other stuff. You're batting a thousand here. I have. I have okay. other stuff. I feel like um, staring at people in an elevator. That's taboo. Yeah. Like you never go into an elevator and like stare at people. Why, why would you ever stare at a person? Well, I mean, if you're in an elevator and like someone's really good looking or you're, you know, or um, I mean, staring in general, I guess, is very taboo. But like if right. you're in an elevator, I don't know, you're supposed to just like stare at the door. You're not supposed to stare at anybody. <laughs> right. Okay. Taboo stuff. I got me some bonus stuff. Well, I'm not done. Oh, keep going. Well, I think that the, uh, the biggest one, a huge one, is masturbation, female masturbation. Oh, that's so funny you say that. Why? Because I was going to put on my list and I didn't. What? And I was going to put the female orgasm because was that even like a thing 30 years ago? Like, did anybody even care An about- An orgasm? Like- I'm pretty sure women have been having orgasms since the beginning of time. Not that they did or didn't have them. Like, that, nobody cared if they had them. Yeah. Well, like no it, one was talking about it. I mean, all this sexual stuff and everything, there's so much of this that's- yeah, like I don't think sex was a thing to get a woman off. Well, t- sex in general was, I think, just taboo to talk about when when we were younger and everything. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, but I think even now, I think it's even like female, but like you don't talk about how often do you talk about. I mean, men can talk about masturbation all they want. It's like men are supposed to masturbate. It's like the you know, like a big almost like a running joke that that's what you guys do all day and when you're teenagers and this and that. But nobody ever really talks. I mean, now maybe a little bit, but people don't really talk about it with women. It is rarely spoken about. And I think that it's so funny because I remember being in seventh grade and I was uh, hanging out with some friends who didn't go to my school, which maybe made all the difference had they gone to my school. I probably wouldn't. And I remember we were all sitting around having like one of those like late night girl talks where you're just up until the middle of the night and you end up revealing things about yourself like that, you know, I mean, you're in seventh grade, so how much you're revealing. But I remember they started talking about masturbation in seventh grade. In seventh grade? grade? You weren't masturbating in seventh grade? Uh, No. Really? Nope. I was a late bloomer. But you had sex in like eighth grade. No, I didn't. It was ninth grade. Oh, yeah. But I, still. I remember in ninth grade, I went to the movies with this girl, and it was House Party 2. Wow. <laughs> it was very romantic. A very date. memorable movie. And she masturbated me. <laughs> at it's not called masturbating someone. I know. I hate it when someone calls it that. Look, you're super uncomfortable. See yeah, how uncomfortable you are? So she, Why can't you talk about flipping me over about what it's when you have to... <laughs> So she, yeah. so she In used, the movie theater. In the movie theater, she used her hand on me. And I went home that night and I'm like, damn, I, can I do could that. do that. In ninth grade? Ninth grade. You missed out on so much quality time. Yeah, but then I had sex two weeks later. So. No, but what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure it was great too. Oh my god, it was awful. I'm sure. So bad. But she I remember me an in asshole. seventh grade. Good. Yeah. You probably were an asshole. No, I wasn't. I mean <laughs> So It was completely I, consensual, by the way. I don't want to make it, it like was consensual. <laughs> but I I remember in seventh grade they they started talking about master and I was like, Oh my god, we can talk about this? Like I was like in shock that that they were actually like admitting it and talking about it. And I guess because they didn't go to my school and, you know, it was a, they were separate friends, um, they actually went to your school. I just remember being like, holy shit, I, I never, I mean, I was doing it, but I didn't know you could talk about well, it. You went, I didn't even know it was something that other kids did. You went to the preppy prep school? 
I went to the like here's your last chance prep school. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was a different maybe. But I I just I, you know I I think that I was like blown away and but even still today I mean I talk about it a lot on the podcast but I don't think that people openly talk about female masturbation that much and bustle which is you probably don't know bustle it's like a famous website um they put out an article saying that tenga t-e-n-g-a it's a they're they're a designer of pleasure products I never heard of them tenga t-e-n-g-a they interviewed 1,200 Americans to understand their perception of masturbation just recently. I think it was two, 2018. Uh, to understand their perception of masturbation, how they masturbate, how it affects their relationship, and what they really think about sex toys. In their survey, exclusively shared with Bustle, they found that gender, age, marital status, geographic location, and political affiliation determine how you feel about masturbation. Most importantly, they discovered we're pretty much all masturbating, but we're still uncomfortable talking about it. Even if even our estimates about how much our fellow Americans are masturbating are totally off. 88% of all respondents said they had masturbated, including 95% of men and 81% of women. Uh, everybody masturbates. Don't say that. It's okay. No, I totally disagree with really? you. Really? But most people estimated though, that only 84% of men and 68% of women masturbate. So when they were asked how many, you know, what percentage of people do you think do, um, whereas 95% of men really do masturbate, people thought only 84% did. And while uh, 81% of women masturbate, people thought only 68% do. So in that group, single people masturbated an average of 16 times per month, while married people 10 times per month. Uh, Is that about on average with what you do? I was just going to say, maybe it's taboo. I I am not a big masturbator. Mm-hmm. I don't do it a lot. But did you, what, or have there been times in your life when you have been a big masturbator? Yeah, I guess when I was 14, 15, Ooh. 16. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not, I don't do it a lot. Uh, I really I don't. think it's also like, it's a process. We talked about this. It's like a process for yeah. you. It's not really a process for us. Right. Oh, Oh. Yeah. 50% of Americans have a masturbation routine. Like you talked about, you have your routine with yeah, the toilet paper and stuff. And, All right. But yeah. everybody's routine is right. different, I'm sure. Uh, because, um, Which makes sense because why fix something that isn't broken? Um, 60% use porn. Okay. 58% use their imagination. 38% think of a past experience. I guess like people do more than one. And 26% look at pictures, 19% use sex toys. And who do you think were the top celebrities that people think about when they're okay. masturbating? Right. Top, 10 per, top 10 celebrities by these 1,200 people who they asked, who were the top 10 celebrities for boys and for men and women? Men and women. Okay. So I, my guess would be for guys, they're thinking about... Well, you don't know it's guys. How do you know girls aren't thinking about girls? Oh, it's just... I, I was thinking like guys think about somebody and girls think about somebody. Well, no. Just which celebrities were on the list? Oh, I just got to pick out, you know, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. For Brad Pitt, women. George Clooney. Yeah, yep. of course. The girl that I only think is hot. You, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh-huh. You only think she's hot? Well, we said that in the old Oh, episode. yeah. You're the only one I'm who the thinks only Scarlett one. Johansson's yeah. hot. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I know Jennifer celebrities. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer oh. Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Okay. I was thinking today. Kim Kardashian. No. I don't know people today. That's why I'm struggling mm-hmm. because I'm thinking in the 90s. All right. So I didn't Beyonce, say. Halle Berry, Selena Gomez. Okay. So we're just mentioning celebrity names. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Johnny Depp, Ryan Reynolds, right. Charlie Hunnam, who sure. I love. Yeah. Hunnam. I don't know if it's Hunnam or Hub. So anyway. Yeah. Bonus. Ding, wow. ding, ding. Okay. All right. I got some bonus stuff that uh, are taboo in society, our culture, and around the world. Oh, I have some of that too. Fun. Just Let's go around one, the world. One for one? No, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is just the United States. It could be around the world. I'm not sure. But until about the 1920s, smiling in photographs was considered taboo and you did not do it. Oh. So if you look at any photographs from before the 1920s, people don't smile. Did they say why? Um, Probably because you're not fucking happy to be taking a photograph. Well, first of all, it took like 30 minutes to take a photograph. Right? <laughs> so. You're probably so pissed off by the time they got to do it. <laughs> yeah, like nobody wants to be like in those stupid family portraits well, anyway. Well, think about pictures today like how many smiles are so awkward and stupid right and it's not what you really look but like. it's also awkward and stupid to not smile number two in europe it is commonplace for children to learn about wine in their culture in 2016 the italian senator dario stefano proposed a bill that would require schools in italy to teach one hour of wine culture a week to students starting at age six when children learn wine or alcohol is something that you appreciate and grow up with, they are less likely to feel the need to binge drink by the time they go to college and they don't abuse it. Wow. So as taboo as it is for children to consume, I don't want to say consume, to taste, have wine with dinner, where that's very taboo in the States, in Europe, it's a very commonplace thing. And it makes it's sense. Also, you're probably also learning a lot about history when you learn about wine. Well, they see wine is such like a, a normal thing. It's been thing around for thousands of years. At dinner, like as a child, you see your parents swirl it and smell it and taste it. And they're not just gulping Guzzling down. It. Right, yeah. Right. Like, it, it's right. an appreciation like right. we are. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an appreciation of, and it's just commonplace that that's what you do. Mm-hmm. When you have dinner, you have wine. When you have breakfast, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And then they can all become sommeliers. And, right. Yeah. Service at restaurants and hotels will likely be exceptional in Japan, but tipping isn't done and it could be seen as degrading. I think that's in some places in Europe it is. too. Yeah. yeah. Where tipping is not commonplace. Yeah. So if you're traveling, oh, by the way, um, I want to say if anybody's listening in these countries and I'm wrong. Let me know. Yeah, all this stuff. Sure. Yeah, this is just stuff I found. Sure. And, you know, everything on the internet is probably very factual. So I just want to make sure that. <laughs> right. Uh, so if you're in Japan and you go to an amazing dinner, don't tip. Oh, okay. Well, that's true because we went to a, um, a really great sushi place in New York and they don't take tips. Um, so you pay the bill. It's yeah, probably it already. You it's already probably, had to mortgage your house to eat there. Right. So. It's probably in the bill, but it's customary that they say, don't leave a tip. This mm. is the bill. Pay the bill. Makes sense. And in India, mm-hmm. the left hand is thought of as unclean. So you never use your left hand in public. You don't exchange money or exchange, shake a hand, anything with your left hand because it's reserved for the bathroom. 
to use your toilet paper. Your left to- hand is reserved. Oh, see, that's yeah. hard. I would be really Don't hard for use me to your wipe left with my hand left hand in public. Or, I can't do anything with my right? left hand. So I if, guess you build up strength. If you have money in your hand and you're handing it over, don't use your left hand. Use your right hand. Huh. So okay. it's taboo to use your right well, hand. Well, I want to go to India, so I'll remember that when we go. Also, when you're traveling or if you live in China, don't eat everything on your plate. Oh, see, fuck it. I can't <laughs> you I can't, can't go, go to China. China. <laughs> I'm done. So, like, no. That's, What's the punishment? That shows your host did not provide enough food for a fulfilling meal. I mean, you can't provide them with enough fucking food no matter what. So. Okay. Uh, I have two more, and the last one was reserved for you, Danielle. Oh, okay. All right. Don't talk with your hands in your pockets in Germany. It's considered rude. And if you're sitting in a meal, you don't keep your hands on your lap. You keep them on the table. I don't know why. I guess they think you're playing with yourself. <laughs> I don't know. But – Keep your. I'm just giving you advice if you go to Germany. That's all. Mm-hmm. Lastly, mm-hmm. if you're in Russia, never give an even number of flowers to somebody. Really? It's reserved for memorials and funerals. So we an can even number. Of I flowers. can never give you flowers if we were in Russia. That'd be much better. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I I can only give you an odd amount of flowers. Would you be okay with that? Uh, are you going to take care of them? That's all I care about. I'm just talking about the odd even thing. That's all I care about is if you're going to take care of them or not. I have a few. All right. Well, we know it's bad luck, you know, to stay in. Most buildings don't have a 13th floor. You know, most hotels and stuff right. and apartment buildings don't have a 13th floor. In China, it's a fourth floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. How come? Uh, because the, they don't like the number four. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Don't bring wine as a gift in France. Huh. Yeah. Any reason? Uh, who the fuck knows? Okay. Know. <laughs> you did your research. I'm very impressed. Um, it, in Japan, don't point with your chopsticks. Don't ever stick your chopsticks into the rice bowl. Why? You lay it across. Oh, you mean like to like, like don't like stab them into. Yes. Very, them. very disrespectful. Why? Well, because you don't want to hurt the rice. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It was in Mr. Baseball, and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, is that true? Don't ever do it. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if any of this is fucking true, but this is the point on the – how much have I had to drink now? This is the point in the podcast where you don't trust should I say anything anyway. You've had nothing to drink. Oh. You've had one little tiny drink. I mean, this is not that little. (laughs) Um, Never wear red to a funeral in China. Would you ever wear red to a funeral anyway? Well, I don't know. Maybe in some other countries you would. You live in the United States, so what you would do here is much different. Um, Or write a person's name in red in Korea. Is it like a blood thing or? Um, Don't do it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and things I would like to become taboo other than uh, phone calls. Okay. Um, I would love for it to become taboo to stay at a play date with your kids. Mm. I want it to become that. I thought it is. I like that. I like the drop and wave. Do you know what the drop and wave of is? Of course. Where you know you stop outside the house, the you kid runs in. up to the door, the mom opens the door, you guys wave back and forth like, "All right, he's good. I got him. Okay, thanks. Got him." And then you guys I do that every time. Yeah. Well, I think it's easier for dads, but a lot of moms go up and they talk. Dads too actually go up and they talk and it's like a whole to do. Nope. Um I'd like it to be taboo and I think it is starting to be more taboo to like post those like post baby six pack 
photos on social media like, look how fast I got my post baby body back. No, just let's not do that anymore. Make it taboo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And just like crazy, insane dieting, talking about diets. Like, let's not talk about diets anymore. I'm done. If you're talking, if you're dieting, like, just fucking do it. Don't talk about it. Like, let's make that taboo. Right. Not trying. It's like a cult, like trying to bring you in because. Or just like talking about. I don't want to talk. Like, good. If you're dieting, why do you have to talk? Just do it. Just go do it. The only time I want to hear if you're dieting is if we have plans to go out because then I want to cancel with you. (laughs) Other than that, I don't want to hear about your fucking diet. (laughs) Okay. I think we kind of tabooed this one up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Anything? Are we good? Um, we're good. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, I think it's been a little while since we've said please subscribe. If you haven't hit the subscribe button on mm-hmm. your, you know, it's definitely some people forget, and you get you just download certain episodes. Even if you don't listen to all the episodes on any podcast, it doesn't have to just be ours. It really does help to subscribe, and you know, there's so few. Things that you could that you really could do to help a podcast. That's a really big one. Rate and review, please, if you're enjoying. Yeah, people have asked us. I know there's certain platforms you can't rate like and Spotify, review. Like Spotify, people always ask if you. Can yeah, rate I don't think you can. I don't know. Yeah, I've looked and I I can't find it. So okay. if you can, go for it. Thank you. Um, right. I guess just I know. Or, on yeah, iTunes. I mean, just sharing us with your friends or on social media, please. Anywhere that you can share, if you know people who are humorous and you know enjoy. Uh, honesty and vulnerability and everything share there and sign up for our emails go to our homepage on our website and scroll down and um, and a ton of people have been asking me if we're going to have questions available from um, the episodes that they want to be able to do the questions like on a dinner date nights or whatever with their um, spouse or with friends or whatever we are going to I'm working on it I want to get all those questions up. I am working on it, and I think we're possibly getting an intern who's going to be able to help us with that stuff. Cool. Can you imagine? We should do like what Howard Stern did with his interns, how he would like put them all on the spot, make them uncomfortable, and make them talk on the Stern show. Yeah, we we might need to do that. (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. We could do a wedding. We could do like a um, arranged marriage with our intern. <laughs> <laughs> a marriage and martinis arranged wedding at first sight. <laughs> so if anybody wants to apply for an internship. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> You're more than welcome. All right. Yeah. So rate and review. Um, subscribe and and share us with your friends. Yeah. And email. Cool. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Love you. Love you.
we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.